1: DFS NHL Thursday podcast. Hi there hockey fans. I'm Paul Brunel here with AJ Scholes as we bring you the Thursday edition of your, our DFS series of podcasts where we focus on tonight's slate of NHL games. Before we begin, I'd like to remind you to follow me at Statsman22 and you can follow AJ at AJScholes24. That's AJScholz24. That's A J S C H O L Z 24. You can also look for our weekly hockey NHL show called Cast with Statsman and AJ, which we record every Tuesday as well. All right, AJ, now that we have that stuff out of the way, let's look at tonight's 13-game schedule before we consider our FanDuel lineups, but you want to give a message to our listeners too.
2: Yeah, I just want to remind everybody out there uh, that throughout the week, if you have questions about your lineups, fantasy, hockey, or just hockey in general, uh, we've got the All-Star game coming up, so if you have any questions about that, Uh, What to watch, uh, what we like to watch. We're happy to answer those as well. Um, You can just tweet at us with those questions and and we'll try and answer those throughout the week or in one of our next shows. Uh, As Paul mentioned, you can follow me at AJ Scholes24 and you can follow him, Paul, the statsman, at Statsman22.
1: Great. So let's take a look at the games tonight. There's 13 on tap, beginning with Pittsburgh at Boston where the over-under set at 5.5, and, and the money line is favoring Pittsburgh with a minus 125. Washington is a minus 185 at New Jersey. The over-under is 5 there. Montreal is a minus 120 at New York Islanders with a 5.5 over-under. There's no line on the Leafs and Flyers. Both these teams coming off a back-to-back last night, both back-to-back shutouts. Uh, L.A. at Carolina is a minus minus twenty-five for Carol- 125 for Carolina with an over-under of 5.0. Calgary at Ottawa, minus 140, 5.5 over under, and a 7.30 start. There's another 7.30 start. Why don't you take us through that and the rest of them, AJ?
2: Yeah, so at, at 7.30, as you mentioned, it's Tampa Bay traveling uh, all the way to Florida. Uh, not, a, not a long trip for them. The Panthers are minus 115 in that matchup with uh, five over under. Uh, the Blue Jackets are headed to Nashville, who are minus 115. Predators actually favored in that one, which I find somewhat surprising. A five and a half over under. St. Louis are at Minnesota wild uh clearly the the favorites there are minus 165 of five over under winnipeg traveled to chicago uh, the money lines here really favoring the home teams the the blackhawks are minus 160 with a five and a half over under over under uh, buffalo traveling to dallas uh, stars again minus 150 at 5.5 for the over under Uh, And then this is one of our road uh, favorites here. Vancouver coming off the back-to-back, still favorited, not by much, uh, minus 110 as they head uh, down to the desert to face Arizona at nine o'clock. That's a five over under. And then our last game of the evening, Edmonton on the road after a back-to-back head to San Jose at 1030. Uh, No money line on that one quite yet.
1: All right, AJ. And we're going to go through the the, uh, DFS lineup. There's Six guys in the eight thousand and up range uh at center. We'll start at the center position, and why don't you give us your slant there and uh, take us through your thoughts in that at that grouping, and then I'll add mine.
2: Yeah, so my top option here uh, is going to be Jeff Carter at eighty one hundred. That puts him on the low end of of kind of this price range, just eight thousand and up. I've I've talked about him a couple times, but he you know being the cheapest option in this range. I think makes him appealing to me. Uh, He's averaging 16.1 fantasy points in his last three contests, and that's while playing over 18 minutes per night, which includes time on both the power play and the penalty kill. So he's getting plenty of scoring opportunities. He's been capitalizing on those. And so I really like him uh, saving a little bit of money uh, compared to some of the other top uh, centers here but uh, giving you uh, equal, equal value, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, the ones that I'm going to make a note of are Guinea Malkin with a lower body injury. He's listed as day-to-day, so he's out of the grouping. And I'll also take a, a pass on guys like Sagan and Carter. They're in second-line roles as opposed to first-line, so that might limit their value a little bit. Uh, oddly enough that one of the guys that I'm on in this group is John Tavares, a guy who's been on fire lately. Uh, in terms of scoring, we profile him as our stud of the week with eight goals and three assists in his last couple of weeks of action. He's basically a one man gang on the island, and you know he's going to be motivated for the visiting Canadians, so I might take a flyer there in this group. What about if we go below that grouping, then, AJ, and into the, the seven guys that make up uh, the group that's in the 7,000 to 7,900 price range?
2: Yeah, I think the key player here for me is going to be Jack Eichel right in the middle of this group at 7,500. Uh, we've talked about a lot, but the Stars have allowed uh, 20 goals in their last five outings. And you factor that alongside the fact that Eichel's got four goals in his last five. And I really think this is a fantasy matchup made in heaven. You've got a hot score going against a team that's just leaking goals. Uh, so hard to pass up on Eichel at, at, at that price range. And then the other guy I like here is uh, Nazem Kadri for 7000 You know, if you're looking to really cash in on the Leafs, who have been averaging 3.7 goals per game uh, in January, but don't quite want to pay that Austin Matthews price at $7,800, uh, this is where I think Kadri comes in, saves you about $800, you get that uh, that similar matchup. Certainly he's not uh, on the top line, but that hasn't stopped him before as he's racked up seven goals and six assists in his last 10 outings. Uh, And that's a shooting percentage of 26.9. So he's he's firing him at the net and uh, converting at a pretty significant rate
1: listen to you bring the numbers holy cow i like that <laughs> uh I, i'm going to agree with you on cadre this guy is going to be extra motivated tonight because he gets a tasty matchup against a, a team that likes to play at physical he's really ramped up his defensive side of his game and so he's getting the, the assignment against top opponents opposition uh, on the offensive side of the game so he's going to get into a, a a matchup with Claude Giroux in all likelihood tonight as long as the Leafs can can get him on the ice in that matchup with Philly having the last line change but I look for that to be a head-to-head battle with a pretty uh nice uh, inside story within the uh, this game within a game uh you mentioned Matthews this guy is showing me something special every night so I I would almost be tempted there just I would as I would be if I could fit in. could him or nicholas backstrom with washington backstrom has been on fire the last several weeks uh, pairing with ovechkin has never looked better than it has uh, most recently these guys are on top of their game and and i like backstrom at that price you won't get him that low too often i don't think so i i'm intrigued there uh there's 11 names uh, two of them on the ir in the 66 to 6900 range aj what are your thoughts on that group
2: yeah, I'll start with those those IR guys you mentioned. Alex Galchenyuk of Montreal, he's definitely out tonight. And Alexander Barkov uh, from the Panthers, also out tonight. So you definitely want to avoid those guys. Um, but for my money, I like Logan Couture in this range at 6,800. He's currently on a four-game point streak that has him averaging 17.7 fantasy points over that stretch. Uh, he's another guy seeing the ice in all three phases of the game, uh, which is why he's averaging upwards of, uh, 18 minutes a night. So, uh, going to capitalize on those opportunities going to be on the ice and it, you just can't uh, pass up on a guy who's who's seeing that much ice time in my opinion
1: yeah and I'm going to add to that one the the center in in Los Angeles who's off to a slow start for over the season but Anse Kopitar picked up his game of late he's got nine points in his last eight outings he's got a matchup against Carolina where Carolina's at home, so you can bet they're going to put their top checkers on him. I'm going to say it doesn't matter. This guy's got a hot stick. He's one of the premier centers in hockey, and I think he's got to get his game in order for $6,900. I'm really tempted to go there and uh, take a piece of that action as well. Now, also, I like Ryan Johansson, uh, $6,700. This guy's the number one center in Nashville, and uh, he's a true number one. Don't don't kid yourself, And and this is a team that plays plays it tough uh, they they're st- starting to get their game together the goaltending coming together too so things are looking up in Nashville they got the tough assignment with Columbus coming in but Johansson <laughs> should be up to that task tonight uh, let's go down a little bit AJ into the next tier uh, we're going to go to 50 uh, let's see 6,000 to 6,900 6,500 there's nine names in that group and uh, who are your thoughts in that tier so
2: in this group, I think it'd be very easy to take, uh, Eric Stahl and Miko Koivu, uh, for Minnesota as they, uh, welcome the, the blues into town. Both those guys have been performing well Minnesota just seems unstoppable of late. Uh, so i certainly wouldn't fault anybody that would use those guys. But, uh, if you're looking in my opinion for the premier matchup here, I would go with Ryan O'Reilly at 6,300. I, I mentioned this matchup with Dallas, uh, previously and if you're looking for maybe a a less expensive way to capitalize it don't quite want to pay that Eichel number uh, then O'Reilly I think is a great option Uh, he's certainly not as consistent as some of the other guys in this group Uh, over the his last five games he's ranged anywhere from 3.2 fantasy points all the way up to 31.7 so he he's going to be a little bit hot cold but I think the matchup makes him definitely uh, tend towards the hot uh, for tonight's uh, contest and
1: i'll add one more name in that group with kyle Turris on a point a point streak over eight games he's got eight points and calgary boy do they look dismal aj in the last couple of outings they've had a terrible road trip through canada and i expect it to continue tonight in ottawa with a tough matchup for the flames on the road and Turris will be a, a big reason why uh for 6100 dollars, i think he's one of the best values on the entire board for me and might find its way into my daily lineup i won't i won't reveal that just yet <laughs> (laughs) but uh what do you got now in the there's a lot of tiers. we broke this down to seven tiers folks and we're into the fifth one 5500 to 5900 there's nine names in this group and there's some intriguing ones here too
2: so I think kind of a, a sleeper pick here uh, is going to be Derek Broussard at 5,900. You know, I'm, what I'm doing here is I'm recommending a guy who has just eight goals on the year, including none in his last 10, which might seem like a reach. But if you look at his stats over that stretch, he's got eight helpers and 34 shots on goal. So clearly his uh, teammates are either tipping those shots in or banging home rebounds off, off of those shots. Um, and he's eventually going to pop one here. And I think what I like most about Broussard in in this option is given the lack of goals of late, I think he's going to be a low ownership uh, percentage on the night. So I really want to capitalize on him. And uh, I won't just tease it here. I'm definitely going to use Broussard tonight uh, based on that fact alone. A little bit of a, a sleeper pick here. And uh, I welcome our listeners to, to join me on hopping on the Broussard train tonight.
1: Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to go into the interstate rivalry that you touched on when we uh, launched this show today and talk about Tyler Johnson, one of my favorite players uh, that doesn't play in a blue and white jersey. Uh, with the Maple Leafs, he does have a blue, blue and white jersey <laughs> in Tampa, though. So maybe that's why my affinity's there. He's uh, a sec- slated as a second line winger there, a center there, but he's going to start uh, against uh, the toughest opposition Florida can uh, offer at center, which isn't very much. And that's what why I'm excited about this matchup. They have a big edge at center, and Johnson's a reason why. He also factors into the power play. He got five points in his last seven games, and I think he'll be up for this matchup and a real good value at this at this rate. And I think I'm going to include him in my daily lineup. To Tonight too, we're going to give uh, give our uh, listeners a chance to make some money. Here, here's a chance to start looking at some tournament type picks in the fifty four to five five thousand fifty four hundred to five thousand range, and then we'll even take it below that. But let's go at uh, at the eleven names in this group, AJ, from fifty four hundred down to five thousand.
2: Yeah, I'll kick it off with Philip Denault for fifty three hundred. I think with all the injuries in Montreal, uh, Denault is suddenly going to find himself as the top line center. Uh, In the last two games, he's seeing an extra two minutes of ice time per night. Uh, So that means more opportunities, more scoring chances. He hasn't done a ton of late, um, but I just think uh, the added opportunities make him a definite sleeper pick and a good tournament option uh, for tonight's slate.
1: And I'm going to say, add in Jordan Stahl. He's got a tough assignment, you would think, against Los Angeles. But don't forget, he's at home. And he's been banging in at a point per per game pace over the last eight or nine games. And the shots are coming in droves. He's topped three shots a game in in, uh, four of his last six starts as well. So I like the fact that he's putting attempts on the net and he's being rewarded with the points over a longer haul and uh, i like that opportunity to continue if you need to fit in a guy down here uh, that might be an interesting one uh, for me let's go now into the really deep values aj and uh, throw out some names in the five thousand and less grouping uh, uh, to help our listeners really get a chance in tournament play
2: yeah you'll be surprised to find a couple of top line uh, centers all the way down in this price range uh, To two there are, are Travis Zajac of, of the Devils and Vladislav Nemestikov of Tampa Bay uh, between the two I lean towards Nemesikov. Uh it's definitely going to be contingent on, on coach John Cooper not shuffling his lines which is certainly uh, something that could happen but for now Nemesikov as I said is that top line center uh, he'll definitely have low ownership since he has just one goal in his last six games but playing against uh, a leaky Panthers team that's giving up uh, three goals per game over their last five definitely bodes well for for his chances to to pop one tonight.
1: You know what? We're through this list you haven't even mentioned anything about the uh, Pittsburgh players so I'm going to throw out the first one in this show I'm surprised and I'm going to go with Nick Bonino at $4,500 with Malkin banged up I wonder if he gets more ice time in the middle of the ice uh, in in uh, maybe a second line power play situation or or even extra time in regular shifts and for $4,500 I'll take my chances against the Boston team that is really struggling they've played a lot of games and they're not looking too good of late Uh, They did get a win in their last effort but uh, this is a team that is really on the bubble in terms of playoff possibilities and uh, I think Pittsburgh picks away at the Boston Carcass tonight and and Bonino will be one of the reasons why it might be a real good flyer opportunity. We turn our attention to the wing positions next AJ against again starting with the most expensive plays there are nine names in the $7,500 and up range and why don't you take us through your favorite picks in that group.
2: Yeah so my two picks here are going to come off the same team uh, in a, in a stack possibility, uh, Patrick Kane for 8,500. I'll start there. Uh, the jets are, uh, another team that's giving up a lot of goals. They're fourth worst in the league at 3.8, uh, 3.08 per game. And you combine that with their struggling penalty kill. That's, uh, only at 76.8 percent and then in my opinion that just makes Winnipeg a a team to stack against Uh, and I think in that case it might be worth paying up the 8,500 for Patrick Kane but if you don't want to pay quite that high of a price tag art uh, artemi panarin is 76 uh 7600 and you know it's a great way to capitalize on that same matchup uh for for less he doesn't have any goals in the last seven but i think this matchup could be just what he needs to break out of his slump
1: well one guy who hasn't really slumped and uh, the canadians have to be thankful for that that he's remained healthy too all season is max patch at 7600 dollars. i think this is one of the better more attractive plays in the high range uh, of the price board here on the wing position because they're facing the lowly new york islanders it's is a train wreck over on the island aj and uh, a and patch ready for his part has been clicking along at a at a point per game over the lo- a long haul and he's get he's capable of getting four five even up to seven shots on goal i see in his game log in recent games. so so this is a guy that will reward you even if he doesn't necessarily bulge the twine just because of his uh, activity with uh, within the, the game but I do expect him to make it to the score sheet tonight so I'll add that name in this group let's take a look then at the 7,000 to 7,400 range there's 13 names in this group AJ so a whole lot to choose from and there's some value guys here that I think might might fit if you can afford them
2: yeah, I'm going to start with a, a word of caution and for our listeners, uh, Brad Marchant has a hearing uh, with the league revolving around a slew footing incident, which is something that Paul and I talked about in our Tuesday show. Uh, it's a, an act that needs to be kicked out of the game. So hopefully, in my opinion, the NHL comes down hard on him. It, it probably won't be too long considering it's uh, a phone hearing and not an in-person, um, but you may want to hold off unlocking in brad marchand until uh, they announce any uh, level of suspension i know paul you and i are hoping for more just simply because of the act itself not necessarily a knock against brad marchand um, but he is a repeat offender uh, so that could factor into it as well uh, for a guy i do want to look at that's going to be philip forsberg for 7200 he's got six goals and one assist in his last seven contests and it's certainly a tough matchup against one of the league's stingiest teams in Columbus who are only allowing 2.32 goals per game. Uh, but Forbesburg seems to be determined to keep the Preds in playoff contention. He's hot as can be uh, right now. And I think a great play uh, at this price range.
1: Well, I'll throw in the name of Cam Atkinson. The Columbus Blue Jackets are a red hot team, but this guy's got three goals in his last two games as well. And he's got 15 shots in his last five games too. So, so a lot of activity from him. He's getting a top six role on a team that's firing. So why wouldn't you take a chance on a guy in that group? Also, if if Calgary ever wakes up, it's going to be on the stick of Johnny Gaudreau. So he, his price has come down. And at $7,300, it might be attractive enough if there's any believers out there or Flames fans that think maybe tonight's the night they turn turn things around on this this uh, tough road trip uh, to date. And uh, what about Phil Kessel going back to Boston? You don't think that he's going to be extra, a little extra fired up every time he sees the 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 spoked wheel of, with a B in it I think he's going to have a <laughs> bit of a laugh these days because things have really worked out well for him since he left Boston and subsequently Toronto so that might be another tasty matchup again I'm surprised I'm made, I'm mentioning the Pittsburgh names and not you my friend <laughs>
2: <So>. <laughs> well yeah it's it's definitely uh an option there and, and he could see a little more time with Patrick Hornquist potentially out as well tonight so uh that's that's a good call on that one
1: All right. What about the uh, nine names in the 6,000 to 6,400 range? There are a group of guys there that we can take a look at.
2: Well, I almost went with Mitch Marner because he is one of my favorite players in the league, but I wanted to at least shake it up uh, for our listeners out there and pick somebody that that wasn't uh, one of the Maple Leafs uh, that you and I are both very high on. Uh, and that other option is Mike Hoffman. Same price tag, 6700 And if you exclude a rough night against the Blue Jackets, which a lot of guys have had tough nights against Columbus this season, Hoffman has been on an absolute tear. Uh, he does have five goals in his last four games. And as you highlighted earlier, he's going up against a Calgary team uh, that's on a four-game losing streak and is really struggling. So I think it's a uh, opportunity for Hoffman to really cash in and continue uh, showing why he's you know one of the best options in the league
1: and then uh, when you t- consider matchups you think of uh, Toronto and Philadelphia on the second of back-to-backs one name that leaps off the page for me is Wayne Simmons for Philadelphia he's at $6,900 this guy gets fired up when he comes it comes to playing the Leafs and he's coming into this game with a hot stick as well putting in a lot of goals a couple of goals in the last two games in fact three in the last five with some other points and he's, he's a guy that's going to be a factor in terms of the power play situation for philadelphia one of the better power play contingents in the league though the leafs are are the best in the league in terms of penalty kill on the road this year which is an odd stat but one that i'm not used to seeing but a, a very tasty match up there i would say for uh, for fans of both clubs this, these teams have a long history there's a rivalry there every time they get together and Simmons is uh, has got uh, ties to both sides of it actually being a native of toronto but long time career with with uh, the flyers and then i'll add leon dreisaitl too this guy's got a plum assignment playing with with uh, Connor mcdavid and he's clicking on all cylinders of late uh, at the wing position for $6,900 you're going to get a lot of activity out of him and And uh, don't forget, he's going to get ice time on the power play as well as playing the first line minutes. So good value play there. Michael Grandlin, another another guy who's carrying a hot stick into the tilt against St. Louis. And we've spoken a lot about uh, the shakiness in the St. Louis Nets in the last little while. So that might be something where Minnesota is also a tough out at home. And they seem to bring their game to a higher level in the friendly confines. So Granlin might be a good option there. And Mike Hoffman returns to action for the Ottawa Senators at $6,700 against that Calgary team that looks pretty shaky. I think that's, a, that's another attractive matchup. So I jumped the gun a little bit about the price ranges. Let's try now for the 6500 down to 6000 range, A.J.
2: Yeah, so uh, what I find interesting in this grouping is the number of first-line centers we have, or or first-line wingers, excuse me, in this grouping. I mean, uh, Alexander Steen, Daniel Sedin, Charlie Coyle, Uh, Brandon Saad, Connor Sheary, Patrick Maroon, Kyle Palmieri uh, rattled off a couple names there. But there's a ton of just first line wingers uh, that are available in this price range. And for for my money, I'm going to pick Patrick Maroon at six thousand. And I think we find him in this price range only due to the fact that he's on a five game goal drought. uh, And so that price is dipping a little bit, but he's still playing alongside Connor McDavid, so it's hard to you know, pick against him. He did have an assist last night, so that might be uh, just what he needs to, to break out of the slump. Definitely a riskier play, but I think that uh, that five-game drought could uh, shy people away from him, and you could find yourself with a, a low-ownership top-line winger here.
1: Well, and another guy who could be a low-ownership, and it's a surprise, really. He's, he started to pick up the points in his last six games. He's got four of them, but he's capable of much more. I'm talking of Daniel Sedin and the resurgent Vancouver Canucks they're gonna they're gonna go as far as the sadine twins take them and right now they're on a bit of a roll they get a favorable matchup in arizona too so that's a key factor in this call and right with him Below him, I pick Charlie Coyle, who's a first-line winger with uh, Minnesota. This, this is, like you said, some great first-line opportunities here. Minnesota, I said already what this team's like at home. Charlie Coyle gets a lot of uh, minutes in terms of special teams. And don't forget, in a late game, this guy's also going to be on the ice in an empty net situation. He's got his share of cheapies that way over the last couple of years that I noted in one of the stranger turns. Uh, twists of fate uh, in terms of the NHL stats that I've been able to turn up and I also like Evander Kane in this range he's starting to finally show that uh, that form that I've been waiting for as a power forward and and he gets it to play against a team that doesn't like to play it too physical in Dallas and I think that he's going to take advantage of that 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 edge in terms of the style of play that he might bring to the table he's averaged almost 12 points per game in fan dual play and I like his chances of exceeding that total in tonight's matchup at $6,200 what about we dip below the 6,000 range then, AJ? Go from 5,600 to 5,900. There's 14 names in this group.
2: Yeah, it's a huge selection of guys. Yeah. And I almost went with Patrick Marlowe uh, for the Sharks at 5,800. But his stat line is going to speak for himself right now. Five goals in his last two games, so I don't. I don't really think we need to talk about him too much because people are going to see that and jump all over him. Uh, one guy that I will mention though is Justin Williams at fifty nine hundred for the Capitals. Uh, when he's on, Williams is almost too good to pass up at this price point. Uh, the risk though is that he can just as easily lay an egg, uh, like he did in two of his last three games. But he gets New Jersey tonight, who have allowed 10 goals in their previous four matchups. Uh, they're heavy favorites, as we mentioned in the money line. So Williams should uh, certainly be among the scorers tonight and, and a great uh, option in, in this grouping.
1: And I'm going to add the name, another Buffalo Sabre, Sam Reinhardt. This guy was a former very high draft pick a couple of years ago, and he's starting to find his groove offensively, hitting at a point a game over the last eight games as well, and getting his share of shots. He's factored into the special teams and another guy who could take advantage of that soft Dallas defense Uh, so I like that name in this group I also like Andre Palat in that Florida matchup this guy is playing top six minutes and underrated but he's playing with a couple of Soviet uh, Russian teammates former teammates there and uh, and I think he's a guy that can continue the recent scoring splurge that we've seen out of him as well again I'll touch on a Calgary player Matthew Tuchuk I like the makeup of this kid we're going to be talking about him for a lot of years AJ is one of the top power forwards in the league I think when all is said and done he comes from that London uh, junior factory and and is a guy that's already assumed almost uh, a leadership role at such a tender age I I love this guy's game and for $5,800 I might get a piece of that action against Ottawa as well in one of my lineups let's get some value plays out there for our listeners AJ what about the rest of the groupings
2: Yeah, so a a couple guys I'll highlight here. Uh, I'll start with Justin Bailey, the Islanders, 5,500. Paul, you mentioned earlier how how bad the Islanders have been lately, and we've certainly talked about the revolving door there on Long Island along the top line with John Tavares. And for now, it's Josh Bailey that's going to be there. Uh, This usually means good things. They have about one line, and it's basically Tavares and whoever they put with him. doesn't matter who it is. We've seen all different groupings there. Uh, They are getting a tough matchup against uh, uh, Corey Price tonight, Um, but they're seeing plenty of chances uh, there. And and Bailey's averaging 18.51 of ice time. So uh, this is one opportunity to to get a low-cost guy who's playing with Tavares where you could capitalize. Um, And then... Another real low sleeper here is going to be uh, Frank Vetrano at 4,800. And he's definitely high risk, high reward, but he you know, he could be on that uh, that top line if if Marchand gets suspended. And so, you know, playing with Bergeron and Pasternak could be a possible um, landing spot for him if a suspension is forthcoming. So you may want to hop on him uh, once that news comes out, uh, if he is going to get some top line action.
1: I'll throw out uh, two more names in, in this range. I'm surprised to see Nino Niederreiter, a guy whose star is on the rise. This guy's going to become one of the if he hasn't already, one of the leaders of the Minnesota team offensively. And they're at home. They get a nice matchup. He's factored into the scoring sheets quite regularly of late. And Bobby Ryan is another guy that gets underrated, too. He's a 30-goal he's a shooter on an annual basis. You can almost pin him in, not pencil him in. And at $5,100, I think he's getting his game in order. This is a guy who's going to be in front of the net all night long against Calgary and their suspect goaltending. And I like his chances of getting on the score sheet at this low rate what about the guys that play defense aj let's take a look at there's 15 names priced in the 6100 and up and it's a who's who of all stars uh in their recent history in the nhl some value plays among them that you might like
2: so you mentioned i didn't uh, i haven't talked about any penguins tonight <laughs> uh, but i am going to talk about one in, in christopher Latang at 7300 uh, you know, if you go on to FanDuel, you're going to see that he's on IR with a knee injury, and there hasn't been any official confirmation here yet, but signs are pointing towards him being ready to go. Uh, they waived an extra defender yesterday, and Latang was a full participant at practice. Um, certainly, with the All-Star break coming up, the key team could decide it's not worth it uh, to get him back in just one game. Uh, in risk you know re-aggravating that knee injury so it's definitely one to watch and monitor but all signs do seem to indicate that he could give it a go tonight Um, if he doesn't the other top option here I really like is going to be Duncan Keith at 6,500 he's right in the middle of this price range and I highlighted this matchup against Winnipeg earlier Uh, Keith ended a a five-game scoring drought on Tuesday and should be poised to go on a little bit of a roll uh, with the Jets coming to town tonight
1: Now, it's a shame that you can never... We never talk about a guy like a Brett Burns because this guy is scoring every single game. The trouble is he scores... Uh, he's $8,100 in terms of the table here so you you put him in the lineup you're really going to be scrounging around for the rest of your roster Uh, but it's worth mentioning that if you can get him in this guy will deliver the goods uh, more often than not and right behind him Eric Carlson Uh, I'm not usually on top top uh, of the tier defenseman as as our listeners would know but Carlson gets a really tasty matchup against that Calgary team that's reeling and he's in the middle of everything that Ottawa does offensively for so for $7,500 I could really be tempted. And the same goes for another guy on this list is Shea Weber at $6,500 against the Islanders, a team that's in disarray. Montreal's a team that's in plays uh, in order. So uh, I think that order could really drive the Islanders nuts tonight, and, and Weber could be right at the center of this. And, and don't forget about his defensive acumen, too. He'll get in the way of any, a lot of attempts as well. So that could juice his value a fair bit tonight uh, in this game and matchup. Uh, in the $5,500, a $6,000 range, AJ, that's 10 names.
2: Yeah, I'll start off with Ryan Sutter at $5,900. Uh, he's averaging a point per game in his last eight uh, contests. Uh, unfortunately, he hasn't been producing on the power play like you might hope, um, But, you know, he's logging uh, an almost outrageous uh, 27-18 of ice time. And so his chances are going to continue to come. And they're keeping him on the power play, uh, letting him keep firing away there. So eventually he'll hopefully start uh, converting there. But as I said, uh, a point per game in his last eight, hard to pass up on a guy like that. Uh, another guy who's almost at a, a point per game uh, in this price range is Dougie Hamilton for fifty seven hundred. Now he's got he doesn't have any goals over his last seven outings, but he does have six uh, helpers. So that's another guy that some uh, players out there might avoid him just because they're worried of, about the lack of goals. But if you can get assists from a low-priced defenseman. I think that's still a, a good value, especially if you're in, you know, a 50-50 or, or a, a multiplier. Uh, you're going to want guys that are consistent. You don't necessarily need a, kind of those top goal scorers, just somebody who's going to put something on the board.
1: You know, you left me another penguin here, and, and link, this is linked to the Latang story. <laughs> I've got to mention Matt Niskanen, eight points in his last six games. I guess he's priced this low because uh, FanDuel might have the same inter- information you do about Latang, but otherwise, this is a screaming hot value for me in a matchup against the Bruins. And then I'll add uh, Ray, uh, Rasmus Ristolainen of the Buffalo Sabres. They finally they fa- They've got a linchpin at, at the quarterback position on their power play, and they've got a lot of talent up front. For $5,800, I slide him in if I can against Dallas tonight. And then you can't forget about Oliver ekman Larson, who's one of the premier scoring defensemen in the NHL a lot of the uh, almost all of the offense that arizona can come up with these days flows through him that's a pretty attra- attractive uh, price tag for a guy who does find himself on the uh, stats sheet more often than not for ottawa uh, for uh, sorry for phoenix uh let's go with a 5100 to 5400 range there's 11 names in this group and again some pretty good options here
2: yeah there's fantastic value uh down in this range um, I will mention real quick, Paul, as, as much as I wish Maddie Niskanen was still a Penguin, he's actually over in Washington oh, you're now. Oh,
1: right. <laughs> uh, going a
2: little old school there. Ah, yeah, but.
1: that's right. You're right. Well, <laughs> still, the same applies. He, he's a strong, strong player for the Capitals, and uh, he does factor in on the first power play. And in fact, he's replacing a, an injured guy there in Carlson. So that's why his profile is just as high. I was having a flashback. Sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think Niskanen's a, a fantastic option there as well. Um, he. he He's got such a hard shot, too, especially on on the power play uh, to the point where uh, used to be nicknamed the Niska Cannon back in his uh, Penguins days. Nice. So uh, definitely a, a guy to look at uh, for the for the fifty four hundred to fifty one hundred range. Uh, I like Colton uh, Pareko uh, for fifty three hundred. I think he's offering a, a lot of value uh, with the St. Louis Blues, uh, even though they're traveling to Minnesota tonight. And even when he's not scoring, he's keeping his fantasy points up by, by blocking shots, which is an underrated uh, stat, I think, when it comes to, to daily contests on FanDuel. Uh, so over his last eight games, because of those block shots and, and not really having any too many uh, zero nights, he's averaging 12.3 fantasy points over his last eight contests. So uh, again, another guy that I really like in, in more of a, a 50-50 or multiplier option, just because he won't necessarily put up you know a 30-point night um, but he can keep you right there in it and uh, you know doesn't cost too much at 5,300.
1: What about some value plays on the rest of the board AJ 5,000 and down let's go and uh, take us through your thoughts there.
2: Yeah my guy here is going to be Troy Stetcher for 4,600. I I don't love highlighting a guy uh, on Vancouver Uh, But in this one rare instance, they're actually playing uh, a real struggling uh, Arizona team. So I think this is one chance where you can find some guys on there. You mentioned the Sedins earlier. They have been getting better of late, so uh, hopefully Stetcher can be one of those guys. The scoring isn't great for him. He's got just three points in his last uh, six games, but you know, he is averaging over three minutes per game on the power play despite being a rookie. Uh, And as I mentioned, they get the the Coyotes tonight, so it's a, a... Uh, tasty matchup for them I'll say
1: all right Uh, you stop using my lines (laughs) Shane (laughs) Gosses bear price at $4,900 you wouldn't have seen this price all season last year once he caught fire uh, in his debut with the Flyers but I think this is an opportunity for him as part of that dynamic power play to really test uh, the Leafs top penalty killing unit I'll say again and and i i see the flyers coming out on top in that matchup tonight they've just got too much skill and size there i think for a leaf defense that is is really suspect despite the fact they've thrown a, a couple of bagels in their last couple of outings i i don't see a way that they can keep this uh, potent unit off the board and and Gustav bear i think will find his way into the summary maybe that's a re- my attempt at a reverse jinx here maybe they throw a third straight <laughs> shot what do you think uh and then i'll also add Dmitry orlov again, I think he's with the Washington Capitals. Let me get that right. <laughs> $4,700. <laughs> and another guy who moves up in, in, uh, in terms of the role play there uh, because of Carlson's injury. And he might find his, himself on the, uh, on the power play. He's got some points going for on his ledger in the last few games too. So another good value at that, uh, at that uh, price point. We'll finish up with our goalie picks. There's nine names in the 9,000 and up range. If you got some room, you got to look at one of these guys, AJ, don't you?
2: Absolutely. And I start with Sergey uh, Barovsky at 9,300. I, I really have no idea why he keeps showing up as, as one of the cheaper options in this group. Uh, he may not be quite as dominant as he was during their uh, really impressive uh, extended win streak there, but he still leads the league in wins. Uh, He's 11 4 2 with a 2.34 goals against average on the road as he travels to Nashville. So those numbers are slightly higher than what he sees at home. Um, But, you know, he's still a fantastic option. And if you can use him while saving, you know, 400 compared to, say, a guy like Brayden Holpe, uh, it's a, a good value there. Uh, But another value guy in in this price range is Corey Crawford at $9,000. I've I've talked about this matchup all day with Chicago and Winnipeg, probably to the point of jinxing it. uh, But for less money, you still get a proven winner here in in Crawford and and a a solid matchup to take advantage of.
1: Well, in terms of solid matchups, too, I'm wondering who's going to play a net for your Penguins tonight. It looks like it's projecting Matt Murray's way this evening, unless you have better information than I do. But that ninety-three hundred dollars, I think he's a uh, the screaming hot value in this group for me against a Boston team that is way overmatched in this particular matchup, particularly if Latang is back as you suggest. So I think all signs point to Pittsburgh running up a big score and Matt Murray kind of leaning on his goal stick, a la Ken Dryden, I'll say, in this one (laughs) if (laughs) if all things go well. Uh, What about in the next group? A little bit below that to top tier from eighty nine hundred down to eighty five hundred, there's ten names in this in this gang.
2: Yeah, this was a tough one, Paul. There there's not a ton of guys I really like here. Um, the the one option that I, I would hope maybe to capitalize on is actually uh, Frederick Anderson. Now I know he played last night, um, but the all-star break is right around the corner. And while you don't normally see uh, a goalie do both and and it looks like McElhinney is the kind of projected starter. There's always a chance with the the several days off that they might just decide to ride Frederick Anderson for one more night uh, before the the rest uh, from the all-star break. So he's kind of my, my guy I would pick in this range if he gets a start, uh, other than that, i really don't like this this grouping very much. Uh you know, Corey Schneider, Ben Bishop, Tuka Rask, all those guys have kinda of struggled a little bit. Uh I might uh, you know, pick uh, yeah, man, I don't even really like Thomas Grice because they're <laughs> facing Montreal. No, no. Uh, I, I honestly, I gotta be uh, uh, true to our listeners here and say, it, unless Frederick Anderson's going, I might avoid this uh, this price range.
1: I might just throw one name out because I think Tampa has the edge over Florida tonight, and I'll go with Bishop if he gets the start. He's projected at the moment, so I'll throw that name out in this grouping and it's it speaks to your point though of, uh, this is a lot of money to spend and you got to make sure you're feeling confident about it so hey if you don't find any in that 10 game, 10 name group maybe you spend up or you spend down let's try going down to the nine names in the 8400 down to 8100 range are there any sneaky picks down there yeah
2: i think there are and, and this is probably where i'm going to end up tonight with my lineup uh ryan miller is already the confirmed starter tonight Uh, that's that's been locked in against uh, Arizona so that's a solid matchup there Ryan Miller hasn't been phenomenal Uh, he has never quite looked like the same player he was in Buffalo since moving to Vancouver Uh, but 8400 plus a locked in goalie uh, with a a juicy matchup certainly one to take advantage of and then the other guy uh, we talked about Ottawa against Calgary you know, I think both of us like uh, what Ottawa can offer tonight, and it all be hinged on on their backstop, Mike Condon. This guy's played almost uh, pretty much every single game uh, since he came to Ottawa, uh, with the exception of a handful when he first got there. And you know, he looks like he'll go again tonight. As I mentioned, the All Star break's right around the corner, so they can finally give him some rest. Uh, so Condon. Projected to start against a, a weak Calgary team, I, I think is another solid option at eighty-four hundred.
1: You know what? For me, when it came down to picking my goalie for tonight, it came down to the Condon, Ryan Miller, and Peter Budaj. I'm going to say Miller is a t- another good option because he faces an Anaha- Arizona team that is really one of the worst teams in the league. and eighty-four hundred dollars for a Vancouver club that's playing a lot better miller looks like a good option in this group for me and peter budai has really held the fort magnificently for los angeles all season long in in quick's absence and he gets a favorable matchup i think against carolina despite the fact the canes are at home and they're a small favorite i think uh, la has the pedigree to pull this one off and if they do P- peter budai is a good value at that play are, are is there anybody below eight thousand dollars worth talking about aj
2: I think there actually are a couple options here um, and a lot of it has to do with the the back-to-backs that uh, we highlighted at the start of the show. Uh, I think uh, McElhinney at 7,700 Toronto uh, as you've been happy to see have been on quite the tear of late Uh, so if he gets the start I think any deficiencies you might see in his game can be overcome by their, their strong offense. Uh, there'll be going up against Michael Neuverth, who is another option here, also 7,700, but he has struggled uh, a lot more than McElhinney at this point in his career. Uh, so I am hesitant to, to advise taking, taking him. And it's not just cause he's a flyer, um, but, uh, I, I do think they're both options. You know, both teams have been doing well of late. And then one name I'll throw out there, and, and I do find this slightly doubtful, but uh, Laurent Brosent, uh with Edmonton is 7,200. If he starts you know Cam Talbot did go last night so there is a chance that he starts but with that all-star break around the corner I think they'll go with Talbot in both ends of the back to back but there's always a chance if you're really looking for a really discounted guy if he gets to start that's an option that you you could go with
1: okay I'm going to take a cheap shot at you and give you a French lesson at the same time it's <laughs> Laurent Bressois and and I, I don't hold that against you because hey French is one of our official languages up here north of the border but uh, I got him as a, a depth guy in my roster uh, in a season long with Rotowire's uh, THL league so I have to give him a plug there if he plays and I like the call that you made on the Philadelphia Toronto game both ends of that uh, that game feature guys in this range if you pick the right one you're going to do very very well for yourself in terms of shaping up the rest of your roster and with that why don't we take a look at uh, what the Rotowire optimizer shows us for tonight's schedule AJ.
2: Yeah. So uh, just kind of scanning it over quickly, uh, the optimizer, you know, in its kind of mathematical approach uh, to tonight's slate is uh, it does agree with us here, Paul. It likes Buffalo uh, heavily against uh, Dallas tonight. Uh, so starting off uh, down the, the middle of the lineup, it's got Connor McDavid for uh, for eighty nine hundred and then Jack Eichel. 7500. So, optimizer uh picking young expensive talent for the centers. Uh so it'll have some value at the wings. Uh starting off with Kyle Oposo uh, of Buffalo for 6500. And then the next three options are, are really uh kind of scraping the the bottom here that but guys that the optimizer likes and Anton Sletnishev uh, for Edmonton. Uh, for 3,400 christian fisher of arizona for 3,200 and then cal o'reilly of buffalo at 3,000 he's looking like he'll be a fourth line guy uh, but could still be an option as we highlighted there there could be goals aplenty for buffalo uh, so definitely a reason for for the optimizer throwing him in there you talked about brent burns the optimizer uh, you know, with how little it's spent on wings is able to throw him into the, in the lineup at 8,100. And then the last saver for the optimizer, Rasmus wrist line in at 5,800. Uh, both guys, top line, uh, top power play on, on the blue line there. And then in net, the optimizer likes to caress tonight at 8600 uh, so going against uh, the high-powered pittsburgh offense there um so we'll see what what the optimizer uh, might spit out later and, and how that performs
1: i think i like my lineup better than the optimizer why don't we get into our lineup <laughs> cj and take a look at who you have at center ice
2: yeah so i i teased this a little bit earlier derek brassard is going to be my top uh center at 5900 i like that matchup just too much to pass on it and then uh, I did go with Philip Denault for 5,300 against the Islanders. Another matchup that, that seems to be favorable for Montreal and uh, another low price option so saving some money uh, down the middle of the lineup paul how about you
1: yeah i'm doing the same thing and i talked about both these guys earlier anze kopitar got his game in order and this guy don't forget he's one of the better all-around players in the league and if austin matthews turns out to be the player that this guy is this toronto fan will be very happy he's on fire right now he gets a good matchup against carolina throw him in yours and i'll also pair him with uh, tyler johnson of tampa in that interstate rivalry at 5700 dollars he'll be fired up he's already on a bit of a roll of late. So I really am happy with the centers for the price points that I got them. Your four wingers.
2: I'll kick it off with Mike Hoffman of Ottawa at 6,700. We highlighted this matchup throughout the podcast. Uh, He's playing too well and their opponents are playing too poorly for me to pass on him. And then Patrick Maroon with Edmonton at San Jose. Uh, We've talked in the past about how I think each of us like having at least one guy in that late game to to give us hope if we get behind a little bit. And so Patrick Maroon at 6,000 is going to be my late game option. Uh, and then I will go with Justin Williams for 5,900. Uh, again, another solid matchup and another player that I think could really capitalize on that. And then my last winger here is going to be Frank Vetrano at 4,800 for Boston. Now, this does depend, in my opinion, on whether or not marchand gets that suspension i think he will i think he should um, but for whatever reason if he doesn't i will take uh, vetrano out of my lineup and find somebody else there uh, what about your wingers paul uh,
1: uh, first of all i think you can per- virtually guarantee that marchand will get a two game suspension minimally uh, i don't think he can get too much more than that in a phone call but uh, he he will not be playing. I don't. I think it's pretty safe to say. I'll be shocked. Uh, Mike Hoffman, you got okay. Interesting picks there. Hoffman, Maroon, Williams. I like them. But I'm going to counter with Daniel Sedin, 6,400. dollars I spoke about him earlier. Charlie Coyle. I also spoke about him earlier. Kane for Buffalo at $6,200 and Bobby Ryan at $5,100. To me, Bobby Ryan's a big surprise in this group that I get him that cheap, but I'm happy to get all four of these guys who are frontline wingers on their respective clubs and and push them into my lineup. I gave you good reasons why earlier, and I'm locking them in. On defense for you.
2: Yeah, I'll start off uh, Ryan Sitter at at 5,900 as well for Minnesota. All the reasons that I highlighted earlier, uh, a fantastic score of late, a, a a solid option. And then for my other defenseman, Paul, I'm going to let you talk me into this one. I am going to go with Maddie Niskanen for <laughs> 5,500. Uh, maybe, maybe a little bit of nostalgia on my point, and uh, letting you lure me in with the Pens reference there. But uh, I love, I love what he offers on on both the power play and at even strength. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to be persuaded and go with him tonight. If my lineup doesn't cash everybody, you can blame Paul. Again, his Twitter <laughs> handle, at StatsMan22.
1: Excellent. Thank you very much. You know, Niskanen's <laughs> always, uh, he's long been one of my fantasy favorites, for years, he's, he seems to find himself in good situations on a number of in, a, in, a, in a, his stops and in earlier in his career. Even back to Dallas, he was a factor in the top six, top power play units there. So a guy that, that is underrated, but he is on on both our radars. Uh, in terms of guys that are on my radar for tonight, I'm going to go with Jeff Petrie. I didn't talk too much about him in the defense breakdown, but for 5,300, dollars he's probably the second scoring option from the from Montreal blue line. Uh, in terms of their depth and he gets a a look on their second power play unit and he's picked up the pace scoring wise to the point where he had earlier in his career he threatened some 30 point 40 point seasons and he's in a very good situation in Montreal, so good value play tonight against the lowly Islanders. And then Dmitry Orlov, a guy who's also picked up his pace in terms of scoring thanks to the absence of John Carlson in Washington. Uh, Orlov's a guy that I think could get some power play time on a second unit and uh, be a part of a big score in favor of the Caps tonight. In the Nets, we agree on this pick.
2: Yeah, Mike Condon at, at eighty four hundred. Uh, and if you take a look at, at both of our lineups, you know, if you're gonna pay up for one of those top goalie options, you're really gonna need to look at some guys in, in the or multiple guys rather in the below five thousand or even into that three thousand range. And uh, I know for myself and, and Paul, it looks like your lineup as well, uh, didn't really wanna dip too low in some of those other categories. So, you know, you can't you can't really shell out the, the nine thousand Plus, uh, Mark. So at 8,400, Condon's matchup tonight, uh, just too favorable to, to pass up on for me. And it allows me to spend a little bit more and only have one guy under 5,000. Uh, in the rest of my lineup
1: you know what that's a great point and something that we have uh, not managed to do in a lot of our lineups earlier this season there but there's a lot of good values below that even below that 8400 range that we highlighted so maybe going low on the goalies is the way to go tonight and i wonder what the format will look in the all-star game if they if the shooters go low on the goalies in that one aj what's your anticipation for the the all-star game weekend Uh, are you looking forward to it do you like the format of the three on three Uh, give me your comments bud
2: yeah, I love the, the all-star game uh, that the NHL put out last year. Uh, there have been some, some tough years, and I look for the format to, to be much the same this year. I like the division kind of uh, brewing rivalry a little bit, but you also get to see guys play together that you wouldn't uh, normally otherwise. Three-on-three three is just so much more exciting. And, and while it is faster, I think less bodies on the ice tends to, to cut down any potential injuries that might come up. Uh, I expect the Metropolitan team uh, to really win uh, that tournament. You know, there's some money on the line there, so the guys have a little bit of motivation as well. And the skills competition is always fun. Um, But as I said, the Metropolitan is just uh, heads and tails uh, ahead of the the rest of the league, in my opinion. So I expect a big night from those guys. Uh, Paul, I'm not sure if you agree with my assessment there or, or what uh, what you're looking forward to or not looking forward to for the all-star game
1: well you know in years past i would take a complete pass on the all-star game but i love this format too really got drawn in last year uh, they have added an, uh, a really good element of competition and uh, you know let's face it three on three is is a lot of open ice and and it takes us all back to the days when we were playing shinny on, on the ponds and in arenas in our local areas. It just, it just looks like a fun setup, but you get to see skill on display here, and that's what it's all about. They also have the skills competition, so I think hockey's getting it right with this format, and, and I think in in years to come we're going to see this this uh, format rival any of the best all-star games that are out there among the four major sports uh, i just love that what they've done here and i think they've landed on a winning formula so uh, i'm really pleased about that aj that's all we got i mean uh, it's gonna be a tough other than other than that uh, things are going get, to get a little lean in terms of the hockey content uh, on the radio and tv in the next few days but we'll look forward to getting back to it next tuesday right
2: yeah absolutely should I have plenty to talk to him, uh talk about. Uh, we do have, you know, today's huge slate of games. And, and then we'll just talk about uh, what we saw from the All-Star game.
1: Sure, that'll be a good part of our next show. And then also what we can forecast. Maybe the trade deadline's not too far away too. So we'll pr- probably start teasing that and, and looking at what teams might be looking for in terms of rounding out their, their rosters, uh, in terms of maybe splitting up the buyers and the sellers. Possible thoughts uh, on that to come. So that's it that's all in our breakdown for the best fan duel place on thursday's nhl schedule for me paul bruno who you can follow at statsman 22 and aj shoals who's a great follow at aj shoals 24 we encourage you to send us your fantasy hockey questions and we'll do our best to respond quickly and we will look forward to our next podcast on tuesday of next week with a full review of news and notes from around the nhl so long everybody